Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, welcome back to the video. Someone's decided outside that now is the perfect time to do their recycling and they're making an awful lot of noise outside. So apologies to that. We're here to do a post-match pint in association with Purity. If you use the code hashtag VillaView, you'll get 10% off all Purity's beer and ale offerings. And look who is back, Chris Dolan. I've seen him twice in two days now. Dolan and myself had the treat of sitting next to each other at Villa Park yesterday. So we're going to go over Aston Villa 1, Crystal Palace 1. Dolan, how are you? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, got home eventually. I forgot to text you. I, I didn't give you those uh, three rings that, that you asked for when I got home safely. But um, no, all good, mate. All good. It's all good. I've had a bit of pretty, pretty lazy day, but I mean, I'm on my holidays, so it's all That's good. Because Villa and Palace both arguably on, on their holidays as mm. well. Not not much to play for. I'd say it was an interesting game rather than a rather than a, a good game. There was, there was bits in there that, that I found interesting. But to start with... Obviously, the 1982 stuff before the game. You hadn't been to Villa Park for a while, so for you to be back at Villa Park was a great thing for you anyway. But that atmosphere before the build-up, before yeah. the game started, sorry, that that was the best part of the day, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah it was amazing. Even, like, I think in general, like, you look at what, what Newcastle have done with their, with um, with St. James's Park and, you know, obviously take away the, the, the European Cup um, image. Uh, I think we need to get... We need to get Villa Park rocking, you know, like really rocking before before kickoff, you know, and get more banners and more flat. Just get it really rocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was to it be was fair, Project Basics try. They do really try. They, 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 they do, but more from the whole end, you know, like you know, you look at say you look at St James's. I remember watching the Liverpool game a couple of weeks ago, and there was just this huge flag just going up all the way across across. The, I think it was the the Gallagher end, and it just it did look spectacular. And I thought yesterday, I thought Villa Park was just it was just it was it was beautiful. You know, everything everything about it was just was just class um you know it was uh, it was really impressive and uh, like i said the atmosphere was cracking um but unfortunately that didn't feed onto the pitch did it um no, game that, that was disappointing wasn't it because what i said to you before the game 
last time we had something like this at Villa Park, it was Sheffield United under Martin O'Neill in his first season. Yeah. And our place was buzzing for the whole 90 minutes. And then we went on and won 3 0, scored a really nice goal with, with Patrick Berger, probably one of our best goals we scored at Villa Park that season. And just that whole atmosphere was brilliant. There was the proud history, bright future. Literally, yeah. we had no idea what was to follow in probably the decade after that. But I really thought yesterday would translate and the same thing would transpire. And but as soon as the game kicked off, it went a little bit flat really quickly, which was yeah. a bit disappointing. But I think it's it's key to recognise, you know, Mings, Gerard, they've all said stuff after this, that, you know, these guys aren't average Joes that, that are coming out on the pitch. These guys have achieved the pinnacle of playing for Aston Villa and achieving the greatest thing that you can you can achieve as a, as a, as a football club. So those yeah. guys will all go down as, as absolute heroes. It was bizarre that Gerard said that originally they were yeah, going to form a guard of honour for the current squad. That, that is just, that can't be right. I can't, that's, that's, that can't be right. I'm glad Gerard nipped that in the bud. Does that do an embarrassing? That was uh, that's bizarre. I mean, what to clap on mid-table mediocrity? I mean, that that is very strange. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I think that was that was talked about after the game. I, we we didn't hear anything like that within the ground. There was no there was no mumblings about about that in and around the ground. So um, I think did last did Ashley Priest sort of uh, mention that? After I just the game. saw it on Villa Report earlier. On, on Twitter, that was where I got it. Actually, from. I thought it was a wind up actually when I read it, but apparently unless it not. was one of those fake villa reports that does the round, and I've completely just no, been done by it. No, it's not. No, because I know what I say. I know Ashley Priest spoke about it as well, um, and his little pre uh, his little post match um, uh, interview. So very strange. But luckily, yeah, yeah. you know, luckily someone saw sense and uh, understood what 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 to do instead of what not to do. But uh, yeah, it was it was an incredible it was an incredible. Um, uh, honor it was an incredible tribute i suppose and uh yeah i thought i thought the stadium looked uh radiant it's a beautiful it's, stadium anyway isn't it but yeah. you know everyone talks about claret and blue being the colors i think when you put the claret and white together like that it just it just again you you just get the vibe of 1982 that's a yeah. that's great color combination as well it just looked magnificent with the european yeah. cup tifa obviously in the whole end as well it, it just looked absolutely brilliant it's just a shame that it wasn't like that Sheffield United game. So let, yeah. let's come on to the game then. And 1-1, probably a, a fair result. Yeah. I said to you that if we'd have lost, I wouldn't have had too many complaints because I, I personally thought Palace probably shaded the game. I know we probably had the better chances, but I, I thought Palace were the more likely for a lot of that game to, to score, in my opinion. But just a shame that we scored and got pinned back so quickly. But then we ended the game really well as well, yeah. which I found a little bit frustrating because where was that intensity for, for the rest of it? But all things considered, 1-1, I think either side will complain. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it you know, there's a few points I'm going to bring up. I think you have to give Palace a lot of credit. I thought yeah, good they were team. Good very team, good well, players. Very, very well drilled. Um, physical when they had to be, but could still pass it around. Um, kept the ball well, I thought, in in, in, in large spells. Um and causes problems. I mean, Martinez made a couple of good saves in that first half. Zaha was his, his nuisance self as always, which was which was actually quite. I, I have to say, I like I like when he gave it back a little bit and yeah, me too. Put his hands there and it, to, to his ears. You know, I think you know why not? He was getting he was getting uh, he was getting quite a lot of abuse off off our lot. So uh, fair play to Zaha. But no, Palace were good. Um, they uh, you know there's they, they 
you know, Zaha's not the standout player that he was. Obviously, uh, he he doesn't he doesn't. Um, for me, he didn't control the game for them. But I thought overall, as a unit, they were they were impressive. Um, I like Anderson and I like Gay at the back. I think they're two really 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 solid uh, centre halves. Um, you pointed out Klein, Klein and and Mitchell were getting so far up the pitch. They were getting so much room, um, especially first half. First half, I mean, you know. Nathaniel Klein, what is he, 33, 32, 33? Probably younger than you think he is, you know, actually. He's probably only 30, 31. He was getting lots of joy down that right-hand side in in that first half. And um, because we were were very narrow, playing that little diamond in the middle, we were were quite narrow. But um, no, I think... um, I think, you know, as you said, you you can't really complain with the draw and you couldn't have complained if they had gone on and snatched that. Um, I think we edged edged the better chances. Uh, They controlled it probably in larger parts. I think, you know, Klein's 31, there you go. Yeah, so you're spot on. Um, I think think Ings, you know, and that's the problem with Ings. We bought Ings to put those away. That's Mm -hmm. That's why you bought them. And as you quite rightly said, last season for Southampton, he he he, he, he buries those nine times. Oh, out of if, if that's Southampton against Villa, at Villa Park, they, they both go in. Well, they did, but they did both go in. Yeah, he, yeah. So, that, I mean that that yeah, both both were just were just for me guilt dead chances, and they were they were you know they were on a plate. You know, the first one he snatched at it. So again, you, you look at Ings and you think of his of his of his um uh you, you know his his natural ability and his and his experience. He, he just snatched at it. He snatched at that first chance, and the second one, he, he's, he's got to find. He's got to find the, the, the back of the net with that second one. It was it was perfect for him. You know, he had all the time in the world. Got it out of his feet. Um, good effort, but it's got to be got to be going 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 into the back of the net, and we could easily go in two 0 up at half time. And do you think it's um, a lack of? I mean, to be fair, he's played a lot recently, but generally for Villa, he's never really had any rhythm this season because he's never had a consistent run of games. You know, whenever he's played for Southampton, he's always had that run of games and he's banging the goals. And you think if he's been playing for the last six, seven, eight weeks, he's probably on a run of goals and and they probably go in. But at the moment, I do think there's something in the back of his mind that it hasn't gone as well as he would have yeah. hoped. So he's probably, he's, I feel like he's overthinking a little bit at times. Probably is. He probably is lacking a, lacking a bit of confidence because, you know, there's been, for him, it's been very stop-start, you know, the whole Watkins-Ings thing. I, I thought it was an, a strange transfer to begin with, you know, like, yes, I've always called out, we need more options from the bench in terms of a striking department, but it's almost like we have two strikers, like two, essentially two um, first-choice strikers. And... When you have that in your team, you know it's difficult to it's difficult to get to get them get them on, on form. You know, Watkins. You know, you can't argue with Watkins' goal record. I think that's twenty five. Got twenty five Premier League goals for Villa now in two seasons. Yeah, which is you know you can't really argue with that. You know, it's um, it's 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 decent. It's it's decent for you know it's a decent return and and um and Ings. Well, Ings has got seven this season, I believe. So Ings' goal contributions are good considering the amount of yeah. games he's played. I think he's got seven goals or six assists. I forget which way around it is, but you, you know that thirteen goal contributions is decent for the amount yeah. of games he started. Yeah, exactly. But I just yeah, I, I do think he's lacking confidence, and I do think he's really he's almost trying too hard. I think he's he's trying to justify that price tag and he's trying to justify. Um, and and you know why why he was signed in the first place and yeah I do think he's probably overthinking it a little too much um, but you know it was um, it it is what it is uh, I thought when Watkins got that got that goal and and you know towards what sixty two minute mark whatever whatever it was I thought okay we, I think, yeah. we can kick we can kick on now and and win this but you know ten minutes later it's uh, awful 
you know, awful, uh, awful defending once again. Second phase, don't clear, don't clear lines, and just dreadful defending all around, isn't it? Mingo deals with the first set piece, obviously. Well, I thought, I think generally, you know, I said to you at the game, we don't concede loads from set pieces. I can't remember too many set piece goals we've conceded this season. I can remember one at Arsenal off the top of my head. One anywhere else? That's the one that leaps out to me. I don't remember us conceding loads of goals set pieces, bar the Wolves game at home where. Anything came in our penalty area. Jesus Christ, it was scary in the, in the last 10 minutes and they scored three goals off set pieces. But you know, other than them two games, I don't remember there being loads, especially under Gerrard, that both yeah. those games were, were Dean Smith. So it was annoying after having said that to you, that obviously we've conceded off a, off a second phase of set pieces. But Mings clears it well. I actually think Louise does a decent job of trying to stop the cross and make it difficult. He's kind of hooked it back in and it's turned mm-hmm. into a really good ball. But the difference is, on the knockdown... Schlup just yeah. reacts quicker than anyone in the Villa shirt and, and, and knocks it in. And I guess that's the disappointing thing. Gerard said, we've only got ourselves to blame there. And he, he's probably right. Yeah, no, exactly. And it, when they scored, I never really, th- I never really thought, you know, I never really thought we'd, we'd get back in there. And I think, I think uh, when once Palace got themselves level, I think they were quite happy with that point. Um, but we did have a go at the end. We had a go. We had a go. We literally with the la- last five, six minutes, Stop we had a go. Um. Yeah, the couple of chances. I think Watkins had a was it a header that that was that came off, came off one of their players at close range. Mm, like he was heading uh, for goal. That. Yeah. So we had a few chances, and and there was there was you know Coutinho and and Buendia, um really tried to put to drive us on. I thought again Buendia came on, and when he when he came on, he, he probably tried to do too much again. Um. You know, obviously, really wants to carry on making you know making that 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 um that impression um i think he'll start on thursday i think he'll come into the back into the team on on thursday and i think um i think you'll see i think i think i think you'll see Coutinho come back into this squad on sunday so i think i think that's how that's how he'll work it um uh but yeah it was it was just one of those classic end end of season games and i think two teams that are very very evenly matched and you know i've got a lot of time for palace um i respect them massively i think i think you know Vieira is He's a legend, you know, an absolute legend. You, you look down where we were sitting behind the dugouts, you just look down, and there's Steven Gerrard and Patrick Vieira. You know, weird, horrible though in some ways. But it's it's it, you know, it's just it's two iconic footballers. You know, for me, two of the greatest midfielders to ever play the game, and and um and so yeah, I've got a lot of time for for Vieira. I think he, they they recruited really well over the summer. Um, they've got a good balance, and uh, and they just look very very well drilled and and very streetwise. And and as you said, you know, once. You know, you did say that you can sort of see Vieira have, has had an extra five or six months with that with that squad. Um, obviously, including the preseason, which is which is vital. And they're and they're Vieira's players. They're largely Vieira's players. They are, but there's a lot. There's a few. I said this to you as well. There's a few players. I don't know why I keep saying I said this to you. I don't need to keep saying that. But you know, they had. There's players who've been at Palace a long time. Players who I would say are jobbing players in the Premier League. A few, couple of journeymen in there. He didn't play yesterday, but I said Jim McCarthy's had a good season for Palace when he's played. That Koyate and Milivojevic in midfield yesterday, yeah. I would say both are bang average. But they offered that physicality. And what they did do was keep Coutinho out of the game. We didn't get him in the game at all again. Uh, and it's slightly disappointing. He had glimpses. There was glimpses, you know. You could, mm. there was glimpses of 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 sheer genius, and you know the way he glides around the pitches is, is is a joy to watch. But yeah, we, we just couldn't get him in the game, and um, I just thought going forward, I said, you know, I, I thought just 
just looked a bit static at times, you know. Look, we're not look, quick enough in transition when we come oh, forward. We, we manage to slow down counterattacks like no team I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, and that's exactly it. But you know, in transition, we 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 look. Yeah, we're slow and we don't get the pass off quick enough, and we'll pick the wrong pass and we'll make the wrong run and slow pass. No, yeah, it's just we should be quicker and sharper and, and more on point. And when we get it right, it's a joy to watch. And we have got it right at times. Like we have got it right at times. Like Southampton, Burnley away, you know, um, Brighton, Brighton. You know, there's been there's been a lot of occasions where where we've looked really dangerous, but um, but just not consistently enough. This just is why we are where we are, isn't it? If, if you are consistently yeah. higher up in the yeah. table, but it's that lack of consistency that, that keeps you where you are. And that's why we will probably finish bottom half I would say we deserve to be where we are and and you know it's it's a shame because I think that kind of that game that result yesterday kind of probably finishes our chances of of, of a top 10 finish it'd be a big ass to win the last two games and finish 10 so we're not going to finish 10 so it's whether or not and you know we can we can we can you know it's like saying it's, it's whether or not we can pit Brentford for that 11, for that 11 spot we, we'll we'll last season so at least it would be nothing worse than last season we we'll back in the championship all of a sudden pit Brentford to that, to that oh, 11 spot you know? bloody Brentford I know God it's always been our, our bogey team over the last five or six years but um yeah, listen. I think we'll I think we'll win on Thursday, and uh, and God, Sunday's a free hit. Sunday's just it's actually quite exciting just to be part of Sunday. Yeah, it's, it, because when, when, we're a long way off being in the title race, so to be part of one part of one is interesting. I agree with you there. Massive spider right here. Okay, you might need to move closer to your mic if you're going to talk as well. Massive spider. Just one. Okay, fine. So, um, that with it. Yeah. Good, good lad. Um. Yeah, just to be part of Sunday, I think, is going to be really, really exciting. Um, and uh, you just never know. I mean, I've had a load of texts this morning from Liverpool mates saying they've never been a bigger, a bigger Villa fan. Uh, and uh, it's going to be... Uh, I, hope they like, I hope they like disappointment. How they used to it. Yeah, no, listen, I mean, our record against the top eight, let alone the top two, is 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 abysmal this season. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but you know you never know, mate. Stranger things have happened. Um, I mean, we did go there in O'Neill's O'Neill's first season. Sean Maloney scored a scored a worldly free kick. Was it, wasn't Sven their manager then? I think that was a long, that was, was a long way off what they are now. Then yeah, yeah. it was a crew crew and Sean Maloney. I always remember that Sean Maloney goal, and he celebrated, and nobody nobody bothered to go and celebrate with him after he scored that free kick. He was just strange, strange guy, wasn't he, Sean Maloney? But um. You never know, mate, but it's highly, highly, highly unlikely we'll get anything from that game. Unless Liverpool have to win, you know, they're, they're, they're not in, you know, they they have to win their last two. So it's 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 not a given by any uh, by any stretch. So we we have to do them a favour. If they win their last two and and, um, and City win their last two or their, their, their last game, then it's then it's um then it's 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 over for, for Liverpool. But we you know we we have to we have to try and do something for them, but you never know you never know you've done a great job of getting away from the game that we're actually here to talk about right, fantastic yeah. not, not the time for the match preview right now Donald. we'll do that later on in the way one thing i did want to point out from villa that i think is a positive we're in as good a place as we've ever been with fullbacks mm. cash and dean yeah. both cash. exceptional fullbacks cash did some unbelievable defending in, in in the second half a bit quieter going forward than perhaps he has been at times but luca dean now he's really starting to come come into his own down that left-hand side. He now looks a big upgrade on target to me. Yeah. I don't, uh, Even from a defensive... In at first, but his delivery, he's involved in the goal, obviously. He just from looks a top yeah. player. From a defensive point of view as well, which was always which was always the question mark, can he defend? I thought he was really super solid. Um, 
And uh, I think Cash is Cash is probably a, is a better defender than than Luka Dean, and I think Luka Dean's slightly better going forward. It's a slightly better end product, but um, yeah, both fullbacks were were outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Goalkeeper and, as well, good side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but something we've something we we really lacked um, over the years. You know, we we always tended to play a centre half back. You know, not right back. You know, the 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 classic Olive Melberg. You know, or even Quellark on it, you know. For me, it never works. You know, you, you need you need your you know you need those modern fullbacks to be bombing up and down the pitch um, all game. And I thought they were both excellent. I thought I, th- I think Luka Dinez obviously had a few few injury worries when he's come in and he's come back. Uh, he's come back after that after that uh, after that latest was it the, a shoulder injury? Well, he's still him. injured. He's playing through a knock. I've been told he's playing yeah. through an injury still, but he looks he's been flawless really since he's come back he, in. Actually, yeah, he's looked as good as he has been in the last two or three than he did in the first sort mm, of. I agree. Games he's been he's getting involved in goals now. Most goals that we've scored recently, he's played a part in them, he's been involved in the build up and just quality, just a quality footballer, you know. I guess that's what you didn't have with Target as much. He wasn't involved in too many goals. It's a target had his moments, but I always just felt I just felt from a fitness point of view, Target always looked a little bit off it. And I think I always felt if he if 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 their winger got the better of Target early early on, then he tended to kind of crumble and 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 have a and have a dodgy have a dodgy game. So um Watford away, yeah, exactly. It was it was a shocker, but um, but no, listen, I'm not anti-target or anything. I'm not. No, 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 I'm not. Yeah, you know, I'd have actually liked him to be here as a part of the squad still. Yeah, I think yeah, as a as a backup, he would have been he would have been ideal. Um, but I just think when you've got someone like, like Luka Dean, you know, uh, on you know for twenty million, you can't you, you can't ignore these. The, you know, you, you can't ignore it. And I think it was a great bit of business from us. We swooped in there before um before Lampard came in. There's no doubt Lampard would have kept him. No doubt he's. You know, so for us to go in and sweep in uh, when we did and, and take them and take them under their under under Lampard's nose was was uh, was very very astute and very impressive. Um, and yeah, as you said, he's been you know both fullbacks have been outstanding. Again, credit to to Matt Cash getting the supporters player of the year. He's been he's been so consistent. There was obviously the talk about maybe well, I know for a fact Atletico were interested. Yeah, yeah they, I understand that 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 was real. Yeah, new interest. Uh, it wasn't just paper talk. Um, so to, again, to tie him down to a long-term deal, he's, he's the future. He's the kind of you know, he's the kind of player that we need. He's he's a you know, he's the future of the club. And uh, I kind of said said this old man like you know, God, he should have maybe you know waited a couple of months and and he you know he could be in that England squad uh, in the next there's year. Lot, there's a lot of players to get past oh, there. I, like, I think he's done the right thing. Going he, has, he has, he has, he's, he's obviously going there with a cup. And listen, he's playing with some outstanding. He's playing with some world-class f- footballers, so he's going to learn a lot. And he's going to learn a lot from from that Poland setup anyway. So, but now great, great, you know, credit to the fullbacks. Um, they're a massive part of what Jard wants to do. You know, exactly. They're they're a pivotal to to how we want to play next season. And um, like I say, mate, you know. <sighs> I thought Nakamba was excellent again, but like we've always said, he's just just a bit loose in the ball and and just he's he's a little bit rugged. You know, his first touch is a bit loose and his final pass isn't isn't great, but he wins the ball back really well. You it's know, positionally we, as well when you're yeah, playing the four three three. I mean, he for me, I think he really stood out for me. And I and, and I said, you know, if we can spend, if we can upgrade on the Camba, if we can get a you know, real upgrade on the Camba, again, no disrespect to, to to the guy because I think he's been he's been great for us. And um, he, uh, you know, he came into the club in that first season and didn't really didn't really do it. And then had that awful injury, a horrific injury. Um, was great with Gerard, and then had that awful injury, and he's come he's come back and he's and he's he's done well. He did really well against against Liverpool, and and um, I thought he was excellent for sixty minutes. But um, 
we you know if we can upgrade on 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 the camera and get a really 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 good CDM um that, that for me that's the missing link that's what we're missing we're missing if, that if protection. you do that like I said I'd like Target to be part of the squad you know, you've got Nakamba as a backup yeah, squad player oh, coming man, in for definitely. the odd game you know I think you're in yeah. a good place now yeah no know, definitely show strength definitely and I think you know I think any top team you need two good two good players in each position um I think we'll keep Olsen I think we'll we'll, we'll we'll buy him next next season I mean if you go through the squad and look at look at sort of the options um we do need a, another left back we I think he'll probably does he promote um does uh does Kessler come back in come back in next season probably okay. probably um you're looking across the midfield I think Luis I think Luis will stay um does Carney, does Carney stay I think Tim Tim's going to stick around McGinn I, we'll, I think we'll get maybe another I think we'll get a um, we'll get a CDM and maybe an, uh, like another number eight or number six because oh, Sanson's going to go it's pretty yeah. clear he's not going to be yeah. next season yeah. um so listen I think for me two 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 really strong players in each position um is what we need and I think come 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 next season I think I think we'll have that I think we'll have that I think Jar wants to get the business done early I think he wants to get those players in early I would imagine he's he, he knows exactly who he wants um already there, there'll and, be three or four in and they'll be top level players he won't that we won't be buying people to come in and be a squad player or anything like no, that the, no, we'll no, be no. precise there'll be three or four players come in and they'll all be first-team players that are going to challenge and be an upgrade on what we already have. And then if you don't shift too many, because obviously El Ghazi, Trezeguet, people like that are going to go probably, probably Burt as well. They'll all go. Yeah. But then you've you've got the you've got a squad there. You, yeah. You've got the five subs thing next season as well. You know, so yeah. you know. And I listen, and I'm more I'm I'm more than comfortable to get rid of of the likes of Trezeguet and El Ghazi and um, Target if it means yeah, bringing in four or five quality players, but also keeping keeping the 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 nucleus of the of the of the youngsters as well in around that squad um you know i think kezra comes comes back into into the squad and um uh you know even like i can't really say it but you, you still got uh, louis barry out there doing some things he's 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 done well and and you know, some, he needs a championship loan to see what he's about yeah, i think yeah um archer does archer come back into the squad they're gonna um, look at him pre-season aren't they depends whether we get yeah. a striker or not i think i personally think we will sign a striker yeah I, think, yeah, I think it's pretty clear who it will be, as as well. Look at looking at things. If I'm if I'm being honest, but you know, Archer will will get a chance. Who do you think it's going to be? I, I've got. I this isn't based on being told anything by anyone, but I just think we'll go for Suarez. It's, it's just what I think we'll do. He's available on a free. I just really think Gerard will want him. I think I he'll really, be here. I don't. I don't. I don't back that at all. In terms, you know, I must say, I think you're right. I think we will get him, in, but I just think it's an awful waste of wages. Um, I I just don't. I just don't continue. I, I understand. I get that, you know, because of his age. But Suarez, was he 36, 37? He's a bit younger than that. I'm sure it will flash up on the screen from producer John and tell us exactly how old he is. Yeah. I can't say he'll be younger than me. The Suarez deal for me, Coutinho was a no-brainer, but the Suarez deal for me is not a no-brainer. I just, I just, I, I, listen, I hope I'm wrong, but it just seems very short-term for me. I know, I completely get what you're coming. He's 35, yeah, and he's, he's a year younger than me. Yeah. Um, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I just think Gerard will want him. That, that's what I think. And then I think if you're bringing in someone at free, of course, his wages aren't going to be cheap. I just no. think you've then got more money to buy a cent- his own centre-back, which I think he'll want, his own defensive midfielder. And I think there might be a number eight chucked in there as well. And then I think that'll be a stud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think Gomez is a big shout. I think, I, think he, I think he wants to get Gomez in. I think we may see one of our two current centre-backs move on, which, listen, because, you know, we've kind of, 
they've been with us since since the start really since the journey began you know um but i've got a feeling i've got a feeling Conzo might not be here next season well, um he might have had a bad injury we obviously don't well, know the extent of his injury at the moment it didn't look great no didn't look great no. at all that on, on that on that you know i thought chambers came on yeah. and had a really really good game i think he carried the ball out of defense really well gets us you know got us quite high up the pitch i like chambers i gotta say i wasn't um, sure when we signed him i've never been impressed with him at arsenal but most things i've seen from him at villa i've liked He's been very, very good, and and you know, obviously, his goal against Leeds and his ball for his ball in for for uh, for Coutinho to lay off to Luis was out of this world. So, no, I was impressed by Chambers. He he sort of stuck out for me when he came on for the last uh, the last half an hour. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting summer. Um, I think the thing is, like the players that move on, most of them are are already on loan and are yeah, at the yeah. club. So ninety percent for me aren't in the club as it stands. Um, so we're not going to be seeing a huge um, sort of disruption to the current squad. I think a lot of We, we won't be ripping it up, but absolutely no chance. No, absolutely no. no chance. So, you know, we get four or five in and maybe one or two from the current setup go. And then the rest of that, the, the rest of the uh, the players that are on loan already, like Wesley and El Ghazi, Trezeguet, um, I think maybe Keenan Davis might might move on. I think uh, I think Forrest has just been the perfect fit for him. If I go up, they'll chuck us 10, 15 million for Keenan, I think. I think. I think so. I think so. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting, mate. You know, and as you say, we are in the best place. Just the whole the club as a, as a whole, I just think is is just is such a great place, and um, there's a great there's a great atmosphere around the ground. We stuck around yesterday and had a beer, and there's just a really good, really good positive atmosphere about the place, and um, you know everything's there just to go and really kick on. Um, but yeah, I just I just think we need to make. But apart, much more of a fortress, you know. It didn't really, it didn't feel, didn't feel very intimidating yesterday. The two probably go hand in hand, don't they? Because when we were on that ten game running the championship, Villa Park was immense every single week. It's because you're winning every week, so they they kind of go hand in hand. When the, if the team start making Villa Park a harder place to go, the yeah. fans will buy into that, and the fans will become louder as well. It, it kind of works both ways. It's difficult, but I agree with you that it, it could just do with being a little bit more hostile. Liverpool the other night, Tuesday night. Yeah. First ten minutes, Villa Park again was a, a high oh, yeah. level. It was it yeah. was a difficult place. It was intimidating for Liverpool. I'd like it to be like that all the time. Palace, you go to Sellers Park, their fans oh, don't yeah. change. Whoever they're playing, whatever the score is, that one end at Sellers Park is always loud. I don't know, just like the whole end to be a bit more like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. But listen, we're not picking now. But I just think yeah. no, no, but it's know, a valid point. I just think, I just think, just for next season, I just think our home form has to be better. It's funny because our away form was so woeful in the first, you know, for, for years. Actually, our our, our away form's always been sort of, you know, historically very poor, but we've managed to sort of be good on the road, you know, we've managed to be to be to be hard to beat on the road. But for me now it's getting it's getting the it's getting that balance, you know. Well hard to beat in general actually I will say Gerard deserves credit for that. Except for getting routed by Spurs where we actually dominate the first half yeah. anyway. Yeah. We only lose by one goal. Yeah. Generally well, we're always in say? games. What did you say yesterday? Was we've lost by one goal on what thirteen times I think it is. Occasions? Yeah. It's thirteen times I think. I might be wrong that's, with that. But that's what someone told that's, me. That's the fine line. I mean, that's the, those are the mar- that, I mean, those are the margins. You know, there's those fine lines that that you know you look back in a season and you think, where could we have picked up more points? And God, there's there's, there's a few games off the top of my head that that we that we should have we should have seen out or, or we should have got something from. Um, mm. But it's funny because like people have been banging on saying, oh, you know, you, you, you know, we're not far away from beating the big teams. We're not far away from this. We more last season. Mate, we beat Liverpool seven two. We beat we beat we got uh four points against Chelsea. Six Arsenal. We got six off Arsenal. We got uh three off Spurs. Um so we we pretty much we picked 
I think we beat. Did we beat everyone? Everyone except for City. I know we didn't beat Man. We didn't beat Manu last season. No, that's true. That's standard though. They're not a big team anymore anyway. But we beat them this season. So apart from apart from um, apart from Ed last season, we've already beaten them. So when I hear when I hear the media bang on about oh you know we're not far away from 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 beating one of the big the big teams, but we we beat them all last season. So. you know, I'm not going to look at that and go, "Oh, we're, we're not, we're not far away." Because I, th- I think last season there were moments of, of, you know, where we can get to and where we can be, but we just obviously tailed off massively last season and had a really, really bad uh, end of the season. And and I think 20, 2021 as a whole was tough. was was tough, and you know, twenty twenty two has not been, been an awful lot better. So. It's uh, we just need to fight, you know, just get back, get back in the way of things, and you know, everyone bangs on about this preseason. Um, if we don't start the season like a house on fire, then there will be, you know, there will be questions asked. Um, and he needs to start quickly. He needs to get the players in quickly, and we need to start the season quickly. And um, we need to really, um, yeah, we need to get a real, real, real good balance to the side. And I think, listen, I think Jordan knows he knows what he wants. He knows exactly what he wants, and he knows exactly the style of football he wants to play. So. I think and I look at that as being a positive. He might not be able to implement it yet, but I, I, he knows the blueprint that he wants to apply to, and he'll stick to his guns. So I think that's a good thing. I think this board, this board will give him time because you know Perslow went down on a limb to bring him in, and he's on a massive salary, and he will. He strikes me as being the kind of manager that kind of he, if he if he asks, he he generally gets and. I know at Rangers, he, you know, he went in there and completely changed like from top to bottom, everything, everything. Um, and I know one of the big things for him when he left was he, he probably wasn't backed again to go again in the transfer window and, and uh, last summer. And I think he he's the kind of manager that, that, that needs to be backed. And, and um, he has a always played with winners he's been a winner himself and I think you know you look at some of the players that, that he's going to get rid of and they're, they're a classic case of well I don't think they're ever going to have that mentality in them um, and he wants to bring in players that are winners um, and that have been there and done it and I think say the likes of the likes of Luca Dean and, and Coutinho if they're anything if, if those signings are anything to go by um, then I think I think we'll be in for a for a pretty good summer but uh, for me if we only sign one player next uh, in the summer, for me it has to be, it has to be a centre, a centre midfielder. It has to be, um, and we have to go big and we have to spend big. Um, I think we'll go for Basuma and uh, I'd chuck 50, 60 million at it. I think that's what we're going to have to do. He won't um, cost that because he'll only have a year left on his contract. So Basuma, he wouldn't be as crazy money as he probably would have been in January. Uh, obviously, there's uh, there's uh, Camara or uh, Camara from Marseille as well on a, on a, on, a, on a free. So there's 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 options there. There's some good there's some yeah there's some good players that are that are that have either got a year in the contract or are or are actually you know their contracts um, ran down. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But yeah, I mean, back to yesterday, it was uh, it was great to be back about a park. Great to see loads of people and and great to see old faces and and um, just a shame the game didn't quite live up to expectations but you know it's it's villa and we're kind of used to that you know yeah that's a, n- a nice way to end it golden <laughs> been good to talk to you on the villa view again thank you everyone who's tuned in and those that are going to go on to watch as well we will we'll, god i can't talk we will be back 
for the last preview of the season. Of course, that massive game. I know we've got two games left. I mean, we'll be back for a Burnley preview. I guess we have to chuck in a Burnley preview at some point, but then a Manchester City preview as well and a post-match point at the end of Burnley. So, yeah, still plenty of content to come on the Villa View. So watch out on our socials. If John Inslee ever pulls his finger out, we might have some social media posts for you, letting us know when the content is coming up. Thanks ever so much to Dolan. Great to chat to you as always. And thanks to John as well for producing. Thank you very much, John. Take care. Get your notifications on. Up the Villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.